Hi, I'm Jennifer Isabella. And I'm Srividya Sridharan. Your co-host for Forrester's podcast, What It Means, where we explore the latest market dynamics impacting executives and their customers. Today, we're joined by Vice President and Principal Analyst Barbie Maddy to discuss how B2B marketing leaders can successfully navigate this year's uncertain economic climate. Welcome, Barbie. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. So Barbie, we spoke on this podcast not too long ago um, about the spending decisions that would help B2B marketing leaders succeed in this challenging environment. Now we have your latest research builds on those recommendations and addresses other key questions that marketing leaders are wrestling with today. So can you briefly describe what are those areas and how you developed your recommendations? Yeah, that's a great question. And and it was really important for us to drink our own champagne. And we're telling everybody to be consistent, stay focused. And so what we did is we took the planning guide that we wrote and the data that we used, and we continued the approach with the downturn report by looking at the same data set of over 1,000 employee companies that grew annual revenue over 20 And so what we did in the planning guide is we said, this is what you need to do. And for that continuity, the downturn report connects to that and now takes it to the, well, who do you need to do this with? And a little bit of the how. And so the downturn report really focuses on maximizing the interactions that marketing has among the marketing team with the the talent that they have or are looking for customers, the board, their partner ecosystem, and then functions outside of marketing that need to be uh, aligned with to have that continued growth. So let's maybe start with one of those key stakeholders. Let's start with the staffing and talent piece. How should marketing leaders balance you know, economic concerns with the need to attract and retain good talent. This is a topic of big conversation in the last couple of months, right? In terms of t- the talent piece. So, what are we what are we recommending here for B two B marketing leaders and when it comes to talent? Well, it's so it's so interesting because we we see all the news and all the news is layoff after layoff after layoff, and we can't find that to be true in our data. So we have the quantitative data that we looked at from twenty twenty two. We, ha- we supplemented that with qualitative data, with interviewing clients and, and, and uh, other, other prospects from um, high growth companies. And then we also have our latest 2023 data that was fielded in Q4. So it's very recent. And so everything that we're seeing in the data that's validated by the customers that we're talking to, we're seeing increased investment in budget, especially in personnel budget. So in our 2022 data, we had um, 59% of high growth companies, they were going to increase their personnel budget by one to 9%. Now, when we look at the 2023 data, that number jumped from 59% to 78% of high growth companies planning to increase their marketing personnel budget by one to 9%. So what we're saying there is, let's follow the data, obviously. And then we we are saying, let's continue to, you know, advise CMOs to strike that balance between the marketing generalists that are needed to get all of the work done, 
but then there's specialists needed to do certain things that support the priorities and the growth strategies for the company. So it sounds like, you know, people are actually digging in and preparing for that growth uh, in terms of the talent investments or planning to. Exactly. And there are actually three specialist roles that we kept hearing over and over that were needed to support this growth. Uh, The three being marketing ops or revenue ops, account-based marketing, and brand and strategy management. And so from a marketing operations perspective, they're needing specialized headcount to align the planning processes and and all of the infrastructure that needs to be in place to really drive that revenue engine across sales, product, and marketing. Um, From an ABM perspective, you know, most companies are, are doing ABM, but there's a difference between true ABM and just marketing to accounts. And so people are looking for experienced headcount that have have specialized skills in account-based management and account-based marketing so they can do that transition from just marketing to accounts to just true ABM. Um, And then the brand strategy and management one, that goes back to one of the um, top three priorities that we're seeing uh, in high growth companies, which is to implement a purpose-driven brand. And so brand strategy and management talent is needed to calibrate that corporate brand, but then also there needs to be a concerted effort to, to connect those programs that are driving reputation to the programs that are driving demand so you can continue that buyer journey. And, and what was interesting is when we looked at our newest data from uh, that was fielded in Q4 of 2022, um, all of the specialized headcount that I just mentioned, the high growth companies were more likely to increase the personnel budget for those three specialists, while flat to declining enterprise companies were more likely to decrease the budget for those specific roles. So I feel like we are always talking about this topic of changing buyer behaviors and and how marketing leaders can address that. And that was clearly a, a priority of something to be addressed in, in 2023 and how organizations can deliver on buyers' expectations this year. So what are we recommending or how should marketing leaders prioritize kind of approaching the gap that may be forming or exists today? Yeah, that's a great question. And ultimately what we're trying to do is drive buyer engagement. And so that results in in ultimately the experience that they have. And companies are focused on several different experiences. There's experiences for the customer, the employee experience. Um, You have a brand experience. And what we found in our most recent data is that digital experiences is always been important, but now it's a, a concerted effort and it's become more elevated in the prioritization of, of what marketing's doing. So what we're saying is now that we're up to four kind of groupings of experiences, for lack of a better term, um, what we're saying is let's let's converge all of those. Let's look at experiences across the board and let's look for efficiencies in the tech stack and the processes and the skill sets. And, and ultimately in doing that and, and, and converging experiences and looking for efficiencies, the end result will be an exceptional customer experience when the customer engages with your company. Um, 
the, the DX, the digital experience recommendation that was uh, actually appeared in the top five most important priorities for both high growth companies as well as flat to declining. And the exact uh, survey response was, um, you know, they want to, it's a priority for marketing because they want to continue to adopt the digital approaches that support exceptional audience experiences. So it all just kind of rolled up nicely into a neat little package with a bow on it for us. Yeah, and it sounds like, you know, companies are doubling down on differentiating through experiences, right? This is the year where we, we need to tease out even more of that differentiation, even more of that uniqueness, um, right? And it sounds like that's um, that's what is on the minds of many of these B2B leaders. Oh, absolutely. And if you want to find out more about that, here's my plug to attend North America Summit in Austin in June, because it's going to be all content all the time about how to focus on customer obsessed growth. Awesome. So in 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 doing all of this this year, um, you know, no one leader, no one function can can go alone. Um, and we talk, we have talked a lot about alignment and collaboration, but what's different about making the case for alignment between marketing, products, sales, customer success, all of these functions that are critical to drive growth? What's different about that this year? How should companies go about it? Well, alignment's one of those tricky things because everybody says they want to be aligned. Everybody says they are aligned, but then sometimes that's still not quite the case. And despite best intentions, silos do still remain intact in many companies. And it's just not an option to have these silos anymore. Back to what we were just talking about with experiences. If you have siloed functions within the company, that's going to be obvious to people outside of the company. They're going to pick up on that through their experiences. So what we're trying to say is, you know, saying you're going to do alignment, it, you, you put your money where your mouth is, so to speak. And we can actually back that up with more of our data from our newest survey. And so what, one of the questions that we asked is um, for what you need to support marketing's priorities over the next 12 months, what are, what are the top things that you need? And the second most important need to support the marketing priorities was to improve marketing alignment and collaboration with other departments, including sales and product. And that's verbatim from the survey. So we, we have to keep doing that because the product sales and marketing and customer success, that's your revenue engine. And if you will always grow revenue faster and become more profitable when the revenue engine functions are aligned. Barbie, is there a nuance here that maybe we assume because we work at Forrester and we're sort of obsessed with customer obsession, but like aligning around the customer versus random internal metrics or, th or, or things of that nature. Like we are explicitly saying, yes, you need to align, but take it a step further and be aligning around a common view of your customer, what they need, their wants, what have you to actually drive the growth that we're talking about. Oh, yeah, that's critical to, to success because, well, first of all, we um, one of the ways, six ways a company can grow is by accelerating growth, by taking an experience-led approach to putting the customer 
at the center of all of your business decisions, which is a loose interpretation of how we define customer obsession. Um, the customer has to be first and foremost, but then you have to take into account the other functions. Um, so because everybody's touching the customer throughout the buying journey and the customer life cycle, the, the buying journey isn't linear. It doesn't just go, I went to the website, I went to a salesperson and bought. So you have to really keep in mind the customer and how everybody in the revenue engine functions interact with them. And then you'll the result will be growth because you'll have these happy customers that have seamless, exceptional experiences. So in the report, in the downturn report, kind of pivoting to a different type of stakeholder that marketing leaders have to interact, influence, um, is the board, right? And and a lot of critical, um, I imagine, very tough conversations happening at this level at this point. So we, you know, we made a we made a pretty bold call in the report about what you, what should you not do with the board. Um, and uh, I would love for you to elaborate on what that call is. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, clearly, I had fun with alliteration in in that part of the report. <laughs> um, and be bold with the board, and it wasn't meant to be. I mean, it was meant to be provocative, but not offensive, because we know that you uh, have to go to the board and, and, and you know, have be respectful and, you know, do what they're asking to do because they're the board. But sometimes the conversation needs to change. And a lot of the times I work with uh, marketing leaders all the time that just get handed the same metrics and KPIs and OKRs as the year before. They get handed the same budget. So it's this mentality of, well, this is how we've always done things. And that's just not a viable approach in this economic uh, situation. And so that that be bold with the board uh, recommendation was intended to help marketing executive change the narrative with the board to define success better for marketing. And the easiest starting point to have that conversation to change the narrative is around MQLs, because that's a really, um, that's just the easiest thing to point out why that needs to change. MQLs, um, they're not an indicator of marketing's value to the business. It's the wrong metric to be focused on. Um, and it's, it's more important uh, from a metrics perspective to communicate to the board that it needs to be focused on higher business outcomes. And the stronger indicated indicator for marketing to report on their success is the propensity to buy and the involvement in multiple buying groups. And so that's the education that needs to take place with the board on how important buying groups and opportunities should be rather than leads and MQLs. Okay, so we we have a plan for marketing leaders or, or we have advice for marketing leaders on what to do with talent, how to interact with their customers, how to focus on kind of digital experience, customer experience, brand experience. And we have some recommendations on how to interact with the board. If, you know, if we were to point to kind of one piece of advice for B2B marketing leaders, especially in this economic environment, especially under a lot of pressure, what would that piece of advice be? Well, um, it's probably not the biggest piece of advice, but the the best advice I can I can give you is just to keep following the insights that you get from your data. Stay focused. You know, don't 
Don't be reactive. Don't flip flop on what you're doing. Just be consistent and do what you set out to do. That's the best way to succeed. And as you mentioned in your blog uh, associated with this report, stay on target seems to be the theme. Yes. Well, I'm a big Star Wars fan um, and stay on target is absolutely what what just kept coming up in my head as we were writing this report. It's just stay focused, stay focused, don't get distracted. Another reason why the data backs up what we're saying is because the priorities for um, marketing in 2022 were to address changing buying behaviors, implement a purpose-driven brand, and to uh, focus on post-sale customer engagement. Well, two of the three of those are still in the top three. Um, uh, growing your revenue through a partner ecosystem is now number one. But it's it's the, the reason I'm pointing this out is because those are long-term initiatives and they still stay in the top three for high-growth companies, those are long-term plays. Those are long-term, you know, you cannot just do brand, purpose-driven brand in a year and spin, just say, okay, I'm done. You know, you, that's another reason that we're saying be consistent is because the data is showing that these high growth companies are being consistent and they're continuing to grow. Excellent. Thanks for that advice, Barbie. And thanks for joining us today. It was my pleasure. If you like what you heard today, check out our agenda for Forrester's B2B Summit North America, which includes over 100 analyst-led sessions filled with insights to drive B2B marketing, sales, and product success. Learn more at forcom slash summit23. That's F-O-R-R dot com slash summit23. Thanks for listening.